What is going on, everybody? It is your boy, Michael, joined as always with Lincoln. And welcome to the first left-hand, backhand, off-season podcast. Off-season podcast. It's going to look a little different. Well, not really. There will be some differences, but it's going to be a good time. And we're going to kind of throw some curveballs at you. So hopefully it'll be for your enjoyment. And uh, if you have any other segment ideas for us, Go ahead and uh, comment on that for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we we normally have our kind of four segments we get into. We'll always be talking about plastic, what's in our bag, what we're throwing recently. Um, but we just have some fun, some fun games, and we just want to talk about disc golf, really. So we just have uh, anything that we can. Yeah, we have anything that we can think of. We have a a notes app that we share back and forth so we have a few things we'll be talking about um coming up so do you want to lead us off with our kind of question of the of the day of the week yeah so the question of the day will be sometimes a bit seasonal uh like we don't have any news and notes to talk about probably won't for a while so we'll start off with a fun little icebreaker question of the day and my question for you we just had halloween uh, your family mm-hmm. looked fantastic in your outfits. Good job. Better Thank than you. me. Uh, and now we're in November. So my question for you is, when is it acceptable to start, one, listening to Christmas music, and two, setting up Christmas decorations? I already did it. That got it. It's already been done. Um. So my my wife she loves Christmas. Um and I wouldn't say we had like a bad morning yesterday, but there was something like I was probably in her way in the morning and it wasn't a good morning. It wasn't a smooth morning, so um I got home. I got done teaching earlier yesterday. I had an early release day. Um, so while she was at work, I came home and I made dinner, I cleaned the house and I set up kind of, we have these, not wreaths, but, um, garland around the house. I put a few of our Christmas tree ornaments, um, decorated, not fully, but just like kicked it off. And, uh, when they arrived, I had the speaker playing with Christmas music. So she said she feels like it's too early for music. It is. But the thing with California, and this is why it's it's one of her favorite holidays, is we don't actually get cold. Yeah, it's like your Christmas weather is the same as your Halloween weather. It's the same as your St. Patrick's weather. It's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> like I, I could wear shorts and a t-shirt on Christmas and not be uncomfortable in the slightest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So me being from Seattle, like it gets cold, you get darker, you get the leaves on the ground, it's wet. It's like, it feels like Christmas, but here you have to, you have to like artificially create your Christmas. So my question, why would you do it at the beginning of November? Like, cause there's no better love, time. There's no better you guys time. Not love Thanksgiving. No, Thanksgiving deserves the full month. I love Thanksgiving. It's great. I love Thanksgiving too, but there's just no decorations for it. 
Yes, there is. Turkeys. I'm and not putting a turkey yet. And like fall leaves still and pumpkins. And yeah, dude, we have I, our pumpkins I, out still, but I love Thanksgiving and I'm, I think I'm in the minority, but I don't decorate for Christmas or listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Some people are like first of November. Some people are like October 1st, like mix Halloween and Christmas up. Yeah, I am a I would like to make it to December. However, that's a little bit unrealistic. At least it used to be uh, in my situation. Um, Now I can do whatever I want. But yeah, uh, (laughs) it used to be like I held out as long as possible until like the day after Thanksgiving and then all the Thanksgiving decorations got put down and the Christmas lights and tree and everything went up like right after that. So, yeah, uh, I I don't fault you for it. I just disagree. And yeah. in my life, I want as much Thanksgiving as possible. That's true. I, I like Thanksgiving, too. Um, I, That's when I proposed to my wife. So I oh, was, it does be it is special to us. Family yeah. is her kind of like biggest cornerstone in her life that's why we moved back to california because family is important so we we do enjoy thanksgiving but we definitely need like you guys had snow last week like you're already in like if it snowed i wouldn't need to put up garland and christmas ornaments but it is what it is um so i had a we have to make our own winter and we just kind of jumped yeah. straight in, straight into the Christmas. Unfortunately, I, I think the snow, like we get snow, oftentimes around Halloween, mm-hmm. and then it just like keeps going. I remember my year that we were there; it snowed kind of maybe early to mid April, and then it got to like eighty degrees for two weeks, and then it dumped another foot on us in May. Yeah. And you're like, what what incarnation is going on here? Yeah. Like how how does this happen? No, yeah. Sorry about that. That was a daughter interruption. But it is good. It's uh, good. I just feel like when we get snow, that doesn't mean it's winter yet. Yeah. Because we also get snow in the spring. <laughs> so it's like yes, the snow is Christmassy and it's it's fun to have it around Christmas time, but like we'll get a random snowstorm overnight or you know in a day and then the next day it's it's back to fall vibes on you you never know so like yeah i get what you're saying by like you have to kind of artificially create it but also i it's just me anyway no i know that's all. yeah that's our question of the day thought that was uh, a good icebreaker to get us i i assumed we were different in our opinions there <laughs> yeah um okay do you want to go over our our goals for the year or do you want the uh guesses player uh you know what let's let's go over goals cool guesses player is a little more fun and then we'll talk about a new disc that you and i both were able to test out and review Mm -hmm. so that'll be exciting yeah um so before we get into your fun dealer shows that you created i wanted to talk about now that we're in our personal off-season modes we don't have any more tournaments or anything like that yep what are you and i'm also gonna answer this but what are you going to be working on this off season something that you want to focus on in your game to improve Mm -hmm. something that you 
identified potentially as a weakness or as a hole in your game, or maybe um, just something that you don't have confidence to do in a tournament, maybe. Yeah. That you're wanting to be able to be like, hey, I'm going to specifically work on this. So that way next year I have that shot confidently or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, I can go first if you want, or if you're ready, I'd love to hear. You take it on. Uh, Let me just get my thoughts all straightened and lined up and then I can hash them out then. Yeah. So I came up with this idea at my last tournament when I realized a major hole in my game. And when I play a practice round, I can actually get some pretty good uh, distance. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can push 400 in a practice round and it's usually not much of an issue. Backhand, that is. Yeah. And then when it comes to a tournament, I throw way more forehands than I ever do in a practice round. My distance is not the same. There's something about like the tournament pressure that I am uh, subconsciously not as comfortable with. So for me, I am not throwing forehands this offseason unless it is a neutral or understable disc. Nice. So I want to, if I, if I do throw forehand, which I don't want to, I want to throw something like an escape where it's pretty neutral. It's not an overstable FD3 or Firebird or destroyer type of disc, right? Yeah. I want to throw neutral nine speed and lower discs forehand, but also I'm only going to backhand those same discs. So whatever I throw backhand, I want to also be able to throw forehand and vice versa. So I'm going to be like 75% backhand, 25% forehand this off season, but it's going to be with discs that I can get more repetition on. So like I have multiple escapes, I have multiple FDs, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's all going to be like fairway driver and lower. Yeah. Because in my mind, it's easier to throw those. And so if I can get better at throwing those, like the margin for error, when I do step up to 12 speed drivers, like hopefully I'm, I have a distance jump you know, mm-hmm. by the time I actually get there. Cause I want to be able to throw 380 with a nine speed consistently, because then once I put a 12 suit speed, in my hand, you know, 420 is totally manageable. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So those are my first two. And my third one is I, Map. I mapped out how far from the basket I want to practice putting, and I'm only going to practice from 25 feet and from 40 feet. Nice. And my thought process is, if I can make 25 footers, I can make 20 footers, and I can make 15 footers. Not yeah. an issue, right? Yeah. And if I can make 40 footers at a higher rate, I can make 35 footers, and I can make 30 footers at a higher rate. Yeah. So, like, I'm only practicing from two stations because... From the longer station, everything to the shorter station should be easier. Yeah. If I'm, you know, putting in reps and I'm getting better from 40 feet and then 25 feet, I'm never going to think twice about a 15 foot putt. You know what I mean? For sure. So those are my yeah. two goals. And I've got those marked out uh, from where I put my basket in my yard and where nice. I have my basket in my garage, how far uh, out I need to be for those two spots. That's so those awesome. are my, my, my three goals. Nice. Or three, uh, what I'm working on this off season. Yeah. Those are good. Um, and they, I like how they're very like 
thought out, attainable, and it's not like you don't have the benchmark of I want to throw 500 feet where you could like not achieve that. Yes. Like your goals are set to be always achievable and the outcome will be shown once you get into the new season of like how much you've improved instead of I'm working to hit this one goal. And if I don't reach it by the end of the off season, it has felt like a failure type of thing. Absolutely. So. Like I, I want to work on things, not have a benchmark where if I don't reach my benchmark, I'm going to be ticked. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a good way to approach goals. And also when it gets colder here, uh, you need the more understable stuff to help get a little bit more distance anyways. So yeah, it's kind of all, sure. all working in one. And if you throw neutral or understable discs, it uh, leads to better angle integrity. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so mine, I, I went and played 36 holes today. Um, oh, dang. And, and I found there was a lot of positives, but there was also a lot of negatives. And what I have like found, I don't know if it's been recent or what, but I have a serious grip and because of that lack of spin when i throw a frisbee Hmm. something in my backswing pull through just how i hold it i'm not getting a snap and release i have a lot of earlier releases um or kind of like a lot of early release because that's where like i feel like i'm going or the accidental kind of what the heck, Richard? Why are you pulling it way off the planet? Obviously, my misses, I think my misses are not that bad, but that's like I'm missing my target completely. Um, so I want to get a net in my garage where I can just kind of set up a camera, watch myself, get a consistent, strong grip where that I feel like the disc is like ripping out of my hand instead of me releasing it and and i know that's kind of like the only not the only problem but like it's going to fix a lot of issues yes like getting getting snap yes yeah instead of so mike i have a question to that because this is something that i've struggled with do you find that when you get snap your angles aren't or your uh like nose up angle or nose down like do you feel like your nose angle is better or worse because for me i feel like when i get snap it's perfect always, it's coming out with a little nose up for me okay for me it's i feel like it's the opposite when like when you get the snap it, everything clicks better yes yes yeah i don't know that, if it's every I don't, really yeah good. i don't know if everything clicks or if i'm actually just finally releasing it properly like yeah so like what i have i want to i want to work on a full body engagement and working with all my pieces to get all my energy into the disc. Yes. Not Cause like the disc moving as a causation of your yes body movement. Exactly. Cause like, yeah, I have a strong base. I have a pretty strong core. Obviously you can do more core work. I 
am pretty fast and like powerful up top and I have the speed, but there's something that is not working in that sequence to get all of my energy that I like all my potential energy into the Frisbee, like efficiently. Yeah. So that's, I feel the exact same way. So I I get you there. Yeah. Um, and then my, my stock throw. So I guess by fixing all of those things, I will increase distance, which is one of my goals is just to like throw it farther, obviously. Um, and then another one, my very stock throw is pretty hysery. Um, but I use a lot of neutral to stable discs and I don't have anyone that will flip. I don't have very understable discs. So I want to learn to kind of like how to hyzer flip, how to utilize understable discs to get a straighter, easier flight than having to full rip into a disc to get it to go straight. Um, yeah, that one. And then the last one, it is the biggest glaring issue is just putting confidence grip. Yeah. Release. Do you have a plan for that? I mean, I know something I just sprung this on you as something you want to work on, but do you have like a plan or a thought process as to how you want to increase your confidence? Um, that makes sense. Yes. The number one thing is to kind of like, it's weird. Cause like I need to play a mental trick on myself and yeah. to not care or to not think of how I'm doing something to finally feel what is natural and comes naturally athletically. And it's like, it's like so backwards, but that's just what you have to do is like, when you have the yips, it's just like, I don't care if this goes in, I just want to throw it and then it'll go in. I've got two ideas then. Okay. Let's hear it. I don't know if you already have an idea, uh, but my my two ideas, and this is going to sound so stupid, and that's why I have a big old grin on my face, is one, putting blindfold. I've I've thought of that. I haven't done it yet, but I've because, thought of it. Yeah, then I can't, th- I can't see my target. You're not seeing your target, so you're not thinking about making the putt. You're exactly. thinking about how the how the putter is going to come Feels. out of your hand. Yes. 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 So yes. that one, and then also taking away the basket. Like when yes. you're doing that, to not have it be a basket, you're just put if you get a net. Which, yeah. You know, and, and I think don't, and, don't tell your wife that you're going to get a net. Oh, I know. I know. Get it, a net. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. So but I putting, have putting yeah. blindfolded into a net, focusing on your, and then like filming yourself too to see what it looks like after the fact, I yep. think could be beneficial. Yep. I, I do think I, those things are great. I've always wanted to, especially in my garage. My garage isn't very long. I have a bunch of putters. And just like, but I don't want to just bang on the side of my garage door. So like, I need the net to really just like, yeah. able to repeat that. Um, just hang up like a blanket against the wall or something. Yeah, yeah. That. And then my other one was just like, just play catch with someone, stand there and just like while I'm watching movies, just someone across the hallway, just like, toss back and forth, like just just to feel comfortable yeah, again. Just 
just focusing on like pop or spin or whatever yep, it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All that. Um, and then, I mean, really we could transition this into all the putters that I use, but Oh yeah. Let's do I, that. I want to, well, uh, let me just finish it up and wrap it into it is Perfect. I want to make a conscious effort this winter to find a putter that feels good in my hand that I like the feel of that I will try stick with for an entire year. Full year. A full year is my goal. Um, or I mean, I mean, maybe not January 1st to January 1st, but like, let me use it a lot in January off season <clears throat> through all the tournaments in summer. And then around this September, October, November, end of season, like when I am done, I can reevaluate and like what I want to go use in the, in the off season type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just something I feel more comf- comfortable, confident in um, instead of changing it up because this year I have used one, two, three, four, seven different putters. See, I knew it was more than four. Yeah. It's more than four. I mean, yeah. The, if I go off of the tournaments I have played, I have used I have used one, two, three, four. I've used four. So that's where the tournament, like okay. tournament play, I have four putters kind of under my belt this year. Sure. Um, but I've added a few recently and we're gonna kind of just like should we just go through them? Yeah, I'll, I'll let's, say them let's all go through them and kind of rank like worst first. Yeah, uh, I'll do like a little pro and con list to like what, what works with that work yeah, yeah so set the stage so yeah to paint the picture a little more uh our boy michael here has had some putting woes this last year we'll call it we'll just call it a year yeah, yeah. that's all we'll say it as <laughs> and uh and as one does when there's putting woes you either change the putt or you change the putter and so Mike has gone through a few different iterations of the putter. I don't know how many different iterations of the putting form you've gone through, but uh, that's what this segment is going to be about, is talking about ranking ranking where those fit in hindsight. Yeah. So we'll go back from kind of January on. So the first putter that I started with for the year was the warden i have a solid stack of them i i even bought new ones at the start of the year um in i have prime ones i have classic ones i have classic blend i have a bunch of them um i really like them and but that was like the first one i had like i got a big stack of those after that um I have attempted and I tried the PA threes before, like before this year. And I kind of just wanted to go back to them. Um, I had a lot of success. I used them kind of during my time in Colorado. So I knew I liked mm. those. I kind of wanted to just do a, I remember you had a beaded like, one. when you went, when you went back, you were like, you know what? I actually missed this. Like, I feel like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to the PA three um 
flat profile and with the beard. Were you putting with Warden's last year when you came out to Colorado on my around my birthday? Should have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, and then you got me onto the link train, tried the links out, and that's what I used when I was in Arizona for the memorial. So and that was like April, yeah. February, like March. I think it was March. It's springtime. So three months into the year, I'm already onto my third putter. <laughs> uh, um, and then Lone Star became a thing, and I wanted a shallow, flat, beaded putter. So I picked up the cash. And then I have recently picked up and attempted mostly, well, with you, you use the inner core during USAMs. Um, I love throwing it. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me get my hands on two of these and give them a try putting. Uh, so I bought two inner cores and two pures, kind of going back to the the beadless. Yeah, the semi-understable. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more neutral. Um, and then I have recently fell in love with my glow reco for throwing. So I wanted to try the K3 reco. So yeah, yeah a lot of them, a lot yeah, of them. So I guess I'll just throw, we don't have to fully rank all of them, but no. of those, which was your least favorite feel and least favorite uh, performance? The least the least favorite feel is the warden. It's really? very it's very round like it feels really weird and rounded. Huh. But it's weird because it probably performed the best. Interesting. Which so is like one you you probably used the longest about, of all those. I've had the I've had it the longest. I had them yeah. a year and a half, almost two years. Were I have you using full, wardens when we first met? Probably. Because you were full trilogy. Yeah. I was trilogy, and then I think before I was all trilogy, I had a huge stack of PA threes. I had like fifteen of them. What did you have now? Two. <laughs> two. And, I have two and a half. Did I sold them. All. I, yeah, I sold them to a guy in Colorado. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, he made out like a bandit. Um. Oh, don't make out with bandits. Yeah. So the warden is like it. I feel the least. Come on, that was a good dad joke. I know it was. (laughs) The warden, I feel the least confident in, but it just works, and it's actually not a bad throwing putter too. Yeah. Um. In in the baseline plastic, and you can get it in every plastic that Trilogy makes. So like that's pretty cool. Um. The next kind of like iffy one, inner core, um, just the not the flashing like the wording on the bottom. I, I have to hold it in a very certain spot. Otherwise, it's like really weird. Um, great throwing. Yeah. It it works for putting. Um, but it definitely it like nicks, gouges really easily. So like that's that that bad one. Um, it's so funny because the, the blue premium ones, like you could throw it on the concrete. Forever. And, and like have it slide across the road and not a... Yeah, not like a like you'd see like a baby scuff, but nothing that you could even feel. Yeah, like yeah, so it's wild. 
Yeah, it's funny. Um, so they beat up super quick, which is actually really nice for throwing. Yeah. Those baseline ones. Like I would bag a baseline one just for those super understable cutter yeah. shots. But yeah, they do beat up really quick. Yeah. Then it changes the flight of the putt, I feel like, too. Slightly. I mean, I don't need it. It did, it did my for yeah. Anyways, yeah. like mine yeah. weren't fading back at the basket the way that I wanted them to. Yeah. My putt's not consistent enough to do that. So um and then the next one is probably the reco i just have the least experience with it right now so i don't like it's not bad it's not good um plastic's a little different but it feel like the profile feels really similar to the link so yeah. I, I could see myself liking it um yeah and then i'm probably gonna have to say the cash just because how the first run came out they're very puddle topped um they feel good like they're low pro- profile they feel good um but just like not my favorite and that the plastic it feels more like a rubber um bounces out and off of chains yeah a little bit harder a little bit more. The hard i have one of each okay because yeah. my soft jackrabbits would bounce off like crazy yeah yeah i only really competitively putted with the hard um this was kind of more in the summer season so um and then the pure it it's growing on me it feels okay feels good um but nothing like mind-boggling then i'd have to say the link just all, all around pretty good and i i do think the pa3 like i feel the most confident with a PA3 in my hand. Okay. So if I were to hand well, feel, ha- hand feel rank. Room. Yeah. Oh, that's hand feel. Yeah. Hand feel rank them and kind of like how they work. Yeah. Um, so a combo. Yeah. I'm curious to see how the reco grows because it is very similar to the link. Mm-hmm. I would say it's almost, it, it feels darn near the exact same. Like is slightly deeper. Like it's not shallow like a cash or a PA3. Yeah. But it's, it's not it's not lid like like a judge or a P2 or like those deeper ones. Um but they feel good. Like it feels really good for sure. So yeah, yeah. Ever, ever so slightly it's like between a judge and a and a link in terms of depth to me. Yeah. 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 And the bead is between a link and a pure like because the pure doesn't have a bead yeah so it's like it, it it definitely is a i wouldn't call it a micro bead but it's a smaller it's a small one bead. yeah yeah i yeah. think it's a very comfortable bead though especially for someone mm-hmm. who like i put it with the big bead i guess yeah, yeah i mean i'd say a link's a pretty big bead yeah uh comparatively to like the intercourse which like the reco is like halfway between it yeah 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 so it feels good i like it um i'm just gonna get like you said get a full stack put my net up and just blindly putt away because my chances of going in blindfolded are just as good as with my eyes wide open so (laughs) it's not gonna hurt you know what i i know what i'm gonna get you for christmas now so there we go yep i just 
don't get a, idea. Don't get a blindfold. I already have one. I use it to sleep. No, I I I'm gonna surprise you with it, but okay. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. There you go. So yeah, so that's gonna be my my putting my, that was my putting journey um for this last year and hopefully there there will be one of my goals for 2024 is to have something that I feel comfortable, confident in, and will be using for the entire season. So see how that works out. See. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna give you five months before you switch. That's my that's my bet. That's solid. Especially because I won't be playing <laughs> I won't be playing many tournaments until later in the year. Cause I'll be I'll be teaching like January through I think it's June, June, like first or June 7th, something like that. So once the summer hits, I'm on summer break. I don't have anything going on so that I'll be able to play some more tournaments. Um, So once I get into that like tournament scene and like it starts to not work again, then I'll be like, I need to switch. So that's how it always works. Mm -hmm. Well, you are currently thinking of a player Yes. And I'm going to try to trick you, not necessarily trick you, but misguide you by giving correct answers, but ever increasing accuracy to find out who this is. Yeah. So let's play a game. Yeah. So I only got five questions, but I, five like answers, but this person, five clues. Yes. This person had eight top tens in the 2023 season. Pro Tour? Pro Tour. Silver Series. I don't... Included in that. I don't know. Don't think so. I can look. Might have... I'm just going to go... We'll say we'll say maybe it's not. It probably won't change my guess. No, I'm going to say James Proctor. Mm. Very close, but it's not right. This next one, their best world's finish is third place. And do you want me to give you the year? Will the year give it away? shouldn't unless you have just a very accurate well i feel like it might give it away in terms of the age of the player slightly so maybe okay best world's finish is third place third place um so that eliminates our current world champion I'm going to say Kyle Klein. Closer, but not correct. This person had two wins on the Pro Tour this year. And they were they were not Silver Series. They were Elite Series. Yes. Oh, and we just did this last week. <laughs> 
Um, it's not Ricky Wysocki. Two wins on Pro Tour. Um, Adam Hammes? No. He had he had one. This player started playing I know who it is. in 2005. Eagle McMahon. No. Eagle, oh. didn't, Eagle didn't have any wins this year. Oops. <laughs> I don't think he no, did. I thought Eagle had a win this year. I'll look it up right now, but I don't think uh, so. All right. Well, I just, a bad guess, but I guess this, Eagle. This person plays for MVP. Simon Lazat. Yep. Ah, okay. Good misleading questions a little bit. Yeah, no, great questions. Yeah. My first one I wrote down was two wins um, this year, and I didn't want yeah, it to like... Yeah, of course he had two wins. Like, ah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want to like throw it away. Not say throw it away, but... Um, it. Yeah. I did terribly. I apologize. Uh, so, so Eagle won Beaver State Fling, and which was a silver. I'm pretty sure he had Beaver State Fling and the Dismania Open, two silver which events, was, which was also silver. Yeah. So I did. I knew that he did win twice this year, but yeah, 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 yeah. But not not Pro Tours. Yep. Yeah. I'm dumb. No. Thanks. Yeah. No. That was good. So. That's good. All right, well, moving to our in-the-bag type segment. Yeah. Before we finish up with what we're looking forward to this week, there is a new phenomenon, if you will, in the disc golf scene right now. Yeah, with has been really cool. A zone battle pack. So yeah. Discraft... The Zone, which is one of the greatest discs ever made. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's hyperbolic. No. I I legitimately think it's one of the greatest discs ever made because every company has tried to create the zone yeah. after Discraft made the zone. Just like everybody's tried to make a destroyer, right? Yeah, like there's it's just, yeah, there's like I say there's like five to, it's a destroyer, a firebird, a firebird, a a rock esque type like a, a, it's, I would almost maybe say the buzz over the rock. I would say the buzz over the rock because nobody else makes a disc that feels like the rock, like but the rock, everybody yes. else makes a disc that feels like a buzz. And then a zone, and then I don't like, is there a putter that everyone tries to copy? AVR, but like, I don't, I don't know. Those yeah, those four, was, like every company like, wants those four discs. Yes, exactly. So Discraft uh, has a few other molds with some uh remade versions of it where they have mm-hmm. different um they call them gts so groove tops yep and they have uh like a buzz gt and they also have a banger gt as hunter says i love how hunter pronounces it banger banger yeah yeah do you pronounce it that way banger i say banger yeah, I don't. It's it's not a my G is softer. Yes, the only time my G is a little bit harder is when I say ring, uh, like finger, finger. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. you need it for that. 
yeah, which is weird, but, but yeah. Anyways, uh, they have the banger and the ringer, yes, and they have different uh, GTs for those for both of those discs. Yep. To describe it, the ringer GT is uh, similar in the groove top feel to a pig or mm-hmm. a slammer, where it's yep. slightly raised at uh, towards the uh, outer edge of the disc and i think it's very comfortable it's very natural for me because i love the pig yep and then the banger which they also made the the buzz with the same gt top Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is more of like a thumb track not as close to the edge of this but slightly towards the center of the disc Uh, indented ring and honestly it is like the size of a thumb whereas the the ringer is just it's more of a groove and you it's not like yeah it's just like protruding from the top of the disc whereas this is a legitimate thumb track Mm -hmm. so discraft i'm getting in much way too much detail discraft (laughs) is testing these two the banger gt top versus the ringer gt top yeah and having the disc golf community go vote if you buy a battle pack you get a vote on which one you think discraft should bring to full production i think they should bring both disclaimer yeah. right off the yeah. top I, I, but they probably will so yeah they say they're only going to bring one of them so we'll see but uh yeah so we got our we got our our um our zones in the mail this week i'm going to turn it over to you cool. well what are your thoughts on uh, both? But then let's dive into one of them. Yeah. Um, so immediately hand feel the ringer with the thumb track all the way around the indent, right? It's, no, the ringer is the, the edge. Okay. Yeah. That one feels definitely more blunt than a normal zone. Like I feel like the top of it like added a little bit of depth, like a little bit of chunk to it. Um, So it doesn't feel as like fast and aerodynamic as a normal zone does, Um, but it feels fantastic. Forehands, backhands. I didn't think of that. You're 100% right. Yeah. It's it's slower. It It feels slower. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good, but it, it does feel slower. Sorry, exactly. Continue. Yeah, um, feels very comfortable forehand, backhand. I have a caltrop. I've thrown a slammer. I've thrown a pig. It feels just like those things. It feels amazing. Yeah. So love it. Um, yeah, you the, the rhino, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and the rhino. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It throws straight. It goes straight. I love it. Um. The ringer, the one with the indented thumb track. Um, oh my god, I I'll never get those right. I don't. That one, Bang, the, banger and buzz have the same. Yeah, that top. one because it's a circular ring on the inside. In my head, I think ringer. Oh yeah. Which I don't know why I shouldn't, but so that one feels really good i mean it it feels like a puddle top zone 
if you ever have one. I have an ESP zone that's puddle topped because um, your th- your thumb kind of sinks in to the flight plate. This one is just done on purpose. Um, feels really good for backhand. Um, the thumb placement is maybe not exactly where I would put mine. I think I put mine a little bit closer to the edge. Same. So it's like, eh, I don't have quite big enough hands to hold it. Yeah, where I was, thinking, I was like, is it just my baby hands or do other people have the same thing? But yeah. Yeah. And then like, if I had big hands like Brody, I feel like this would be yeah. so perfect. Yeah. Um, where it's like weird, but not like impossible to is the forehand. When I put my fingers pressed upon each other, they are slightly touching like it. they're touching it. They're thrown off of their line. Um, it doesn't make it throw worse, but it just is something different that my fingers are not used to because yes. the indent is on the top and it is on the bottom. So, so I, I threw them today a little bit while my girls were at the park and mm-hmm. I did the split grip. Split grip? Like nice. foundation always but split grip. Yeah. Uh I was like, you know what? Let me just mess with the split grip. And I was yeah. I was only throwing like 150 feet. Like I was yeah. throwing like full power shots. Uh and and I was like, you know what? That's actually uh not bad. Like just yeah, just a tiny little split right there. And it was kind of nice to like help me like kind of flex it a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, but I agree. I I I don't love the forehand feel on the banger top as much yep and i love the feel in my hand like i'm just sitting here holding it and i love the feel on the in a backhand grip but when i actually throw it i didn't love the feel as much i felt like i was trying to change my grip to throw in the groove top for sure for sure how did they fly for you have you noticed a difference, change? The, how do they how do they vary? The ringer is more stable than than a, a stock zone to me. That's the, your that's your blue one with the ring around it or the yes, puddle top? The the okay. yes. The pig feel. Yeah. Uh, forehand and backhand, I felt like it was more stable. Yep. Um backhand with the banger did feel like a stable zone mm-hmm. but forehand it, it felt like it didn't it didn't start fading until the low speed fade but then the low speed fade was very dramatic which was kind yeah. of yeah interesting but uh it flew like i expected them to which was kind of nice yeah uh that being said their z zones so they're a little more stable than an esp zone which is a lot straighter and one of the first things that I texted Connor after I went through these in the field was I want a jawbreaker ringer GT zone. Like I want this in a putter in a jawbreaker plastic. And I hope that this comes to production so they will make it that way one day because I, I could like, see that. That would be so nice to have that for like the touch straighter shots too. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of obsessed with both of them and I'm going to bag both of them yeah. for a while just for fun. But 100% this ringer top is staying in the bag. This yeah. will be in my bag all of next year. Yeah. I like it a lot. So I threw both of them. I, the ringer, the one with the 
and then it felt slower. And I think, I don't know if I saw or heard Brody talking about it, but it is a, a zone that is actually in between a zone OS and a regular Z zone. Yes. Like it's an actually, it's an actually throwable and because it's zone OS and because, because it has that more blunt nose, a little bit more, like it's like a three and a half speed instead of a four. Yeah. So because it has, and it's, it's really similar to a pig because it has not as sharp a profile. You're not going to get full distance as you can with a zone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super comfortable forehand, backhand. I like it. It flies. And then when it does fade, I it was like the fade that kind of like actually gets distance and like turns. Whereas I felt when I threw the banger, the one with the, the dip in the, in the top, when it would slow down, it would kind of just like drop. Yes. It would drastically drop. And it reminded me of like a Berg. Yeah. Because I have one. And and that's what it, like, because it doesn't have the flat bottom and it's kind of concave. And like, once it starts turning and stops, it'll just like drop out of the air instead of turning all the way to the ground. And yours get to like 45 degree angle. And, and just drop. fall. Just yeah. straight fail. Whereas this one kind of like. Pushing. It, like, it was at 45 degrees still, but it, yeah. it didn't fall. It would turn baiting yes yes yeah i agree 100 percent. yeah that's fine yeah. yeah yeah but uh which did which did you like better for backhand like feel feel wise the ringer yeah okay, yeah the, the, yeah the did, ringer did you go the, vote i did not vote yet the ringer i i threw them tw- twice backhand and twice forehand and I also threw them compared to my zones. Like I have like three zones, uh, my A3s and my justice. Um, just to kind of compare like what kind of disc I wanted um, to bag for the day for today. So yeah, it was good. I really liked it. It It's a slower, lower flying flying zone. Or a faster zone OS. So feels really good. Yeah. It's uh I literally bagged pigs and zones because they had different Feel. purposes. Yeah. And and different feels. And this, I mean, I'm just gonna bag this and then one other zone and then I'll be covered. Like yeah. it's it's gonna be great. But yeah, for uh, sure. I just counted and I have 14 zones currently nice i think like i count i counted on the wall and then in my head i have 14 zones i have one two three i have like eight zone os's and now i have four uh gt zones which uh i guess these aren't technically pdga approved yet so you can't use them in a tournament good to know if i were to well it's past eight o'clock i can't I was thinking of playing a tournament this weekend, but past eight o'clock, I can't can't register now. Oh, what? It's on Friday. Your tournament is? No, it was on Saturday and Sunday. And you can't register the day before. No. 
not for this one. I don't know. That's for time. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't think anybody would ever say anything about it because people want to throw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So don't don't, don't throw it this weekend. Don't throw it this weekend if you are in playing a in a tournament. Yeah. Tags, go ahead. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I I mean, I'm excited. I the zone's one of my favorite discs of all time, obviously, and. This is combining a pig and a zone to me, and that's what I've like wanted. So it's perfect. Yeah, for sure. It's been they're fun. I, I think it's a really cool concept. And I think I hope it's something that more companies like think of doing. I feel like it's a good way to sell more discs. It's a, like Yeah, it's great marketing. I would I would love to see trilogies be like, what plastic do you do you want to see next from us? And they give you two Emac truths in like new concept plastics or something. Yeah. Um, or like yeah. a new, it's new driver marketing. or yeah. Cause everybody's going to, Oh, I'm going to buy a battle pack. Cause that sounds legit. Like, yeah. Sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, battle, it's been it's fun. Battle pack. So like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. It's great. Um, that being said, is there anything in your bag that's new or should we jump to, or should we move forward to what we're looking forward to this weekend? I think just what we're looking forward to this weekend. It's, yeah. it's ever changing. So it doesn't, it's not relevant right now. Yeah. Same. I'm, I haven't been able to throw except for testing these out this week a little bit. Yeah. Um, and my bag hasn't changed since last time because I haven't done field work yet. But yeah, yeah. what are you looking forward to this weekend, sir? Uh, this weekend, I, I, so I went to La Mirada and I played two, the front side and the back side of a tournament layout to see if I wanted to play. Um, I didn't shoot well. I think I was plus three on the front side and then I was my second round a little bit later in the day, a lot more OB. Um, I shot plus eight. So like not, not bad. Definitely not good. Um, putting was non-existent. Drives were not going where I needed them to. Um, I had my dog with me, so that's hard. So I was thinking of doing that. Obviously not going to happen. So I get to hang out with my son on Saturday while my wife goes and hangs out with one of her friends um, and just get ahead on homework so that the rest of this year, I have a month left of me taking classes, hopefully for the rest of my life. So I said that the last time I was in school and I went back, but this time should, should hopefully be it. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, I do have to ask, you posted a picture on your story that I didn't ask you about, but it looked super cool. What stadium were you at? We were at the Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego. It's where the San Diego State Aztecs play their football games. Um, it's where the San Diego Wave of the NWSL play their games. Um, and we went to watch the U.S. Women's National Team against the Colombian national team. Well, so, super cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, they cost a lot. Stadiums. They cost a lot of money. They they better look cool. So, yeah, 
No, they're fun. Yeah, it was it was a great it was a great atmosphere, a good game, and we got spoiled by being put up in a box. So never complain Dang. about free tickets to a soccer game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a good segue to what I'm looking forward to this weekend. And my Kansas City Chiefs, I went to the Chiefs game last week and they lost. And I know it you're, was, my, it was you're my fault that they lost. Bad, bad mojo. I I'm a bad omen. My birthday is six six six. So like <laughs> I'm I'm the devil. Um, not actually, but you know, whatever. But the Chiefs are playing in Frankfurt, Germany on Sunday. Nice. Which is very exciting. Uh yeah. and they play at 7 30. So I get to watch the full game before church on Sunday, which will be nice. Perfect. And uh and I'm looking forward to I started a new job um last week. So awesome. I'm in a new swing, new ro- routine. So I'm looking forward to kind of having like my first like weekend feel in yep. a while. Yeah. And just uh playing with my daughters. Should be good. Nice. Time. Yeah. That'll be fun. So all right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that more fun, laid back, relaxed um, episode. If there's anything that you want us to talk about, have some questions for us or fun ideas, feel free to leave a comment. Um, we love hearing from you guys. So appreciate it. And grab yourself a battle pack if you haven't yet. Go vote for the ringer. Yeah, vote for that. Yeah. All righty. Lefties out. <laughs>